Hey, everybody, and welcome to the 35mm Colonoscopy Podcast, the show where we go colon deep with our unfiltered takes on the movies we've been watching. My name is Spencer, and I'm joined by my main man, Giovanni. I'm also joined by my other good buddy, Aaron, who thinks menopause is a myth. Aaron, what? Dude, what are you? Okay. How does that even make sense? Guys, today's... (laughs) Today's movie is... Sorry to bother you. Uh, it's a 2018 film. Had a lot of hype behind it. Uh, brought to us by a first-time writer and director. And it is a pretty wacky film. Uh, you're probably thinking, oh, this is a Geo choice. Wrong and racist. This is an Aaron choice. <laughs> and uh, Aaron, I know that you are a big fan of this movie. Uh, I love this movie. Yeah. It was definitely... Uh, I. I was uh, thunderstruck at times in this film, and we're definitely going to get into that. But um, we'll we'll start with our initial thoughts. I'll hand it over to uh, Gio for that. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I mean, Lakeith Stanfield uh, and Boots Hell Riley. Yeah. Uh, the match I didn't know I needed. This is this, <laughs> this. Sorry to bother you. I saw it when it came out, and uh, it, it was just like uh, it was a train. I, I I just remember the first time watching it, and it was like a fuck. I don't know. This movie just took me took me completely by surprise. I, I was I don't think I had too many expectations for it at the time. Uh, so when I uh, when I saw it for for the first time, it was just hmm, like nothing I'd seen before. But uh, but like I think this is also I can't I might be wrong, but this might might have been the first or second thing I saw of Lakeith Stanfield because I hadn't I, he was in Atlanta the show, yeah. but I, I didn't see that until after this one I think. So I, I can't. Remember. Uh... He's in Get Out. Maybe you saw Get Out before oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I, That's right. I, I forgot. I, I always forget he's in Get Out. He looks so young in that. It's like a small role. He looks really very like... young. Yeah, it's not he's, really yeah. Like... he's only 29. That's kind of crazy. He's he's still pretty young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Pretty, I, I, I thought he was younger, to be honest. I thought he was like 25, to be honest. But, uh, but anyway, anyways, but uh, but yeah, sorry to bother you. This fucking fantastic film. I mean, this is, uh, we talk about, um, I don't know. You can never know which movies are going to last uh, and stuff like that. Like there's, a, there's some best pictures from, you know, just a few years ago that you, that no one, no one remembers uh, now, but uh, th- this is definitely one of those ones that I can, I, I, I was talking to Spencer about, I can definitely see being a cult film, you know, like the, you're still going to, still going to have its fan base, you know, 10 years, 15 years down the line uh, and, and people are still going to remember it. Uh, this, uh, this is just like a, this is a phenomenal film. This is super original. Uh, super fun, super entertaining. Uh, uh, definitely weird. Uh, this is and and even socially conscious. Uh, uh, top it off. So it's great. great. Definitely. This has a lot of great performances in it. It's got a it, honestly. It's got like a a, a pretty a pretty good cl- like uh, cast. I mean, Danny Glover, uh, Stephen Yuan. I don't know how to pronounce that his last name but uh the guy from the walking dead that was, that was very you, good i think that's it that, that's it as you are the the resident asian of the podcast spencer you do speak fluent uh Mandarin. wow wow uh, i oh, okay let's not forget though <laughs> remember i worked for uh, a man from china for three years oh we my very god good friends. all right anyway so, yeah your maybe, neighbor maybe take maybe, yeah maybe take that back i mean neighbor and best friend okay <laughs> and i know you're, you're probably like wow he, thanks spencer. i'm not your best friend that's kind of weird More than, well yeah. you know uh, we had a special bond. We had a special bond. So see how it is. That's more. Anyway, so uh, Lakeith, obviously, 
dude, that that guy is really coming out. Like he's he's had some breakout roles. Uncut Gems, are you kidding me? He was amazing in that. It was I feel amazing. Like that, that, in that one solidified him. That one really just yeah. I, 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 he was. I, I think. Sorry to bother you. Uh, arguably, uh, I, I, uh, I guess straight out Compton, I guess, but I, that yeah. that was well, just straight like a popular out. one. That was just like a popular one he was in. He was, you know, he's, he gets his name out there and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, I think sorry to bother you, and uh, and, and uncut uh, gems, and yeah, and and uncut gems are just like his too. Uh, he's he, he's definitely on his he's he's on his way to the top. One agreed. And he was fantastic in the photograph, by the way. I want to. That was a severely yeah. overlooked. You saw that? I don't know. I, I, I saw it too. I saw it. it was like it, it was like it, I mean, it wasn't like the best or anything, but it was definitely great. I, I thought I, thought it was I enjoyed the GL. Let me get your take on this. I I enjoyed the the plot with the mother, with the flashback scenes, way more than I did anything with uh like in current year for the movie. Yeah, I I, I get that. I I I definitely get that. Uh, yeah, the, the, those are definitely interesting. You know, uh, I, I I like that I played around with that. Uh, but I, I don't know. It was just, it was a rom com. I think if you compare this to a lot of uh, other rom coms, I mean, you can see how this kind of like uh, is uh, at least a little bit better. Or not uh, this uh, as in the photograph is uh, at least a little yeah. bit better. Uh, I, I I just I just enjoyed it. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> Spencer. I was gonna say there's a reason that me and Gio both saw that. It came out on Valentine's Day, and we both have girlfriends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. That was what that was a blindsided tackle. Uh it won't have best Spencer, 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 baby. Come on now. He's living he's living he's living life. Come on. He's living the high life. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, in my, yeah, <laughs> definitely living the high life in this. For the audience that, 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 that can't see, he just pointed to the to the toilet that's right next to his bed. Okay. <laughs> 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 the shower that, that separates the two. What are you doing? I love accurate this like. I love this <laughs> lore that we're creating for Spencer's like the background that we can see on his Zoom call right now. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, that's, yeah, and that's you're, hilarious. you're you're totally ignoring the uh, the pull up bar in the closet. I would like that to be mentioned. I got one of those too, uh, Spencer. Okay. I got one of those recently. You oh, can probably boy. do a lot more than I can. I'm up to like four, but you know, four. That's good for you, Spencer. Four, hey, impressive though. That's, that's good for right? you. That's the that's up. the hard one. That's the hard one where it's oh, like wait, wait, wait. And... like the you like the one that's like your back muscles, so you're like far apart. Yeah, like this one. I mean, I don't like go this far out, but you know, like, you got to like go this, that far, Spencer. You, know, you got to work the back muscles. Yeah. Oh, then it then it would be like one, maybe. Like I can't, not a. Yeah, you got to go all the way down, all the way up. You know, all the way up to your chest, all the way down till your arms are extended. I do yeah, you... four times, and then I'm That's like, that was good. That's, That's good for the day. That's good for the day. You know. Yeah. You know, Gio, it's just it's a lot harder, guys, when when you're six feet tall to do the. Oh my so, god! I, you know what? I was gonna I say I'm not gonna say how many I can do because I don't want to make you feel bad. But yeah, all right, Spencer, Mr. Spencer, <laughs> I'm like oh, five eleven and a half. Get out of here! And don't make fun of my short king Geo. You're right? in that. You're in that extra half. Too. <laughs> yeah, there's the half. Aaron, there. I thought we don't. I thought we don't work with halves. I thought you were. <laughs> All right, you got me there. That was a good one. Hey, hey, us shorter guys, we got we got we got scratch and claw for every half inch. Yeah, for real. <laughs> if it was a quarter, you'd be saying a quarter, right? 
Yeah, you can't all be six foot and tall, Spencer. Best believe. You, you're just um, you're just sour that I said that me and you have girlfriends, but you don't. All right, anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so one thing I wanted to bring up about this is, did you guys know that um, uh, Donald Glover, uh, Childish Gambino slash uh, Lakeith's co-star on on uh, Atlanta, <laughs> was supposed to be in this uh in the leading role here as Cassius Green. What? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And he was uh, he was, he was very... meant to be, but yeah, uh, he had a scheduling conflict, so uh. The director brought brought on Lakeith, or he. I think uh, uh, Donald Glover, Donald Glover actually like, suggested yeah. him. Like he was like, oh, "Hey, like awesome. bring this guy on. I think he'd be really Wait, good what at movie it." What was he working on? I don't remember. To be honest, it, I it might have been, no, it wasn't Spider Man. He had a small ass role in that. It was something. He was working on something, but he he. It was just oh, scheduling yeah. conflict. That came out that year. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was Solo. There you go. Oh, yeah. Ske- so it was a scheduling conflict. I think that was. I'm, uh, I'm glad. But yeah. I'm glad. Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, I think uh, I don't know. Uh, Donald I think Glover. Donald I, I think he's. I, I mean, I, he has. T- I, I think he has in like kind of like a talent. Uh, like to a degree. I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of glad. Like I, I love. I love oh, his yeah. performance in this. I'm kind of glad yeah. that he got this role. So glad uh, for the best. I mean, really, yeah. this is the the best. I mean, it's kind of weird that Tessa Thompson took this role. Honestly, I mean, the year before I, I was was the year surprised. before this Thor, right? Yeah, right. She was an established actress at that point. I mean, damn. Like, but she, I mean, hell, she went off in this movie. Yeah, no, this is getting I mean, blood I, thrown I, at her. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I think I remember the first time watching it. I didn't really like her, her, her like her uh, performance in the in the film. But I, I think but it was over the top. Watching it now, or watching it again, I, I, I really enjoyed her, 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 her role in the film. I thought yeah. she, she did great. Yeah. No, also, no, we, we we cannot uh, we cannot talk about this movie anymore without talking about David Cross, Patton Oswalt, and Lily James with the white voices. <laughs> yes. It, it, amazing. All-star cast of voice acting. Honestly. Yeah. David white Cross voice. as a white voice. How could you get better than that? Oh that was, he was really funny. What was Hilarious. The, the line in the, uh, the, the champagne scene. Let's see if I can find it in the, the quote section, but that was a really funny one. Wait, which one? I can't remember it. Um, Where he, he goes to a performance for the champagne? No, no, no. It's like when they're celebrating like a sale, um, and they're like they clink, they cheers. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah, you, you. Find it's, I think quote. it's also in the trailer. I think it's also in the trailer. Really? All right, all right. You find you find that. Quote, oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, it? Some for the homies and some for me. <laughs> <laughs> God, they would cross my that. That that man's a, like a uh, uh, an understated legend. I, he's been like on a lot of uh, kind of like uh, revered film. Not revered, but like you know, just like I, I don't know. Well, well, no, no, no. Yeah, I like, was uh, waiting for somebody to bring that up, uh, but I would also uh, say arguably the best on Arrested Development as uh, Tobias Funke. Uh, yeah, he was really really funny in that one. Um, I think you're more authority on on that than me. I don't want anyone to forget that this man was in all three Alvin and the Chipmunks movies <laughs> <laughs> up until Chipwreck. Yeah, he wasn't in Chipwreck. They brought in um, what's that actress? She was in Venom and uh, uh, Parks and Rec. Jenny Slate. 
There you go. Jenny That's Slate. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, I, I'm yeah. glad. You know, I'm glad she was in a really bad movie. She deserves to be in a really bad movie. Why? There you go. Not there sure. he goes again, ladies and gentlemen. Spencer hating women. No. Hates women. Uh, the you know Spencer's been like kind of quiet about this movie. I'm interested in what he thinks about it. I, I you know I mean Spencer has a history yeah, of of not I'm liking uh not really liking no, uh, uh black directors movies. He's got a he's got a very subtle history of that, and I've been noticing it, Spencer. So why don't you uh why don't you you why don't you tell us about uh, what you think? You might want to tread lightly on your next few words. Maybe yeah, I honestly, less than a minute. <laughs> You guys are not helping me. That may have been my best my... lead-in of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all the... Yeah, you guys aren't helping me create a nice family-friendly image. <laughs> I'll try not to. I'll try not to. Anyway. But, you know, <laughs> this, it's hard these to, are our to, unfiltered to takes, Spencer. It's okay. Unfiltered takes. Yeah, as long as they're being unfiltered. Uh, I, I did. I did. I did like this movie all right before we uh start throwing the r word around i did like this movie um i i mean you talk about a great cast somehow on a two and a half million dollar budget um i definitely have some questions about that passion uh is the answer passion partially i think there's also a sag minimums that would make that really difficult too but nah who knows but yeah this was a very uh innovative very unique i thought very um like just aggressive filmmaking. Like it took a lot of chances. Um, you know, I think Boots Riley is like at every play, he's like, let's throw the ball downfield. Let's do a Hail Mary. And it, it kind of shows. Um, he swings for the fences a lot just to keep this sports metaphor train rolling. Um, and not everything hit with me, particularly the comedy pits. I don't think every one hit with me. Um, I don't want to incite rage within Aaron, but I okay. did not think that the, uh, confrontation bit was particularly funny um but you know overall i think there was a lot more good things in this film than bad i'll say that fair enough okay how was that was that was that mildly racist i tried uh you 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 passed a little bit you lost me a little bit with the uh confrontation scene i think that scene's great (sighs) i thought that scene was hilarious the first time i saw it (laughs) yeah no same i thought it was funny i I, I let out i let out a laugh an audible laugh First time watching it, audible laugh. God, you know what? Speaking of uh, speaking of take, I I I agree with you. He definitely, I mean, I think they uh, uh, Boots Riley definitely just uh, threw threw down hail marys every play. Uh, it, it, I think the special effects, the uh, the what's it called, the backgrounds. Uh, I, I I don't know how to explain that. Like, there's just always like a random thing that they do, even if it's even if it's relatively small. Uh, and just everything, even the costuming, blah blah. blah. I, I, I he just did, uh, uh, just single thing felt original or like just at least different. You know, uh, I don't know the cinematography itself. Uh, I don't think there's anything to write home about. Like it was just a lot of a lot of static shots. You know, uh, uh, pretty relatively normal stuff except for like I think one bar scene. But what really there's like some just quick panning it, and stuff like that. There's some there's some interesting stuff in there. You know, there's some there, no. The, the, don't get me wrong. It's not just like it's not uh, all uh, a one take static shot or anything. It, it's uh, it's definitely got got some uh, got some interesting uh, what is uh, whatever uh, cinematography behind it. But I, I thought what really made it stand out for me was the, just like the the composition and all the blocking of everything. It's just uh, I don't know. Uh, like the first thing that 
makes you feel that this is like different in a way is when he gets the telemarketing job and uh, uh, first call he immediately like, drops down into the thing. Like I thought that was yeah. pretty fucking awesome. They did that great. I, yeah, uh, I really like, like those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how do you even think of that? I mean, it, it almost surprised me that no one has thought of that before. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess to a, to a degree, that's like very. Uh, I don't. It, it's not anything too major when you really think about it. But I, I thought it, it really helps to like ease the audience. Uh, no, I get maybe not ease the audience, but 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 you know, get the audience into knowing that this is like this is going to be a little bit of a, of a different film. You know, wild film. Yeah, or, uh, I, I think it sows the seeds of being a really wild and out there film like early on. I mean, obviously, it's a uh, like the social commentary is pretty obvious and prevalent throughout the film. But mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really get weird until like the last half. I mean, obviously, he's selling like, you know, people essentially over the phone. Yeah. And and yeah, I, yeah. I I mean, it's just kind of. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's like the 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 point of his name being Cassius Green, obviously a reference to money and like basically hit the. I didn't get that the first watch. You're kidding me. I didn't catch it. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I I I I don't know what. Maybe I I think I was a little uh, a slightly inebriated at the time. uh, (laughs) All right, I'll I'll, we'll give you a pass then. This is like the yeah. I swear that I didn't. I I barely caught it like this watch. Amazing. Cash green. Yeah. Cash green. Cash green. Yeah, no, I, I mean I mean really, I mean when you think about it, I kinda I, I noted the the time stamp of it. It really doesn't get super, super weird until the last thirty minutes starting yep. out an hour and fifteen. Uh where obviously for those that haven't seen it, I mean uh, uh, close your ears now. This, this is uh, obviously the what is it what is it called? Equisapiens? Equisapiens, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, pop in and that's where the movie just like just goes balls to the wall basically yeah basically uh, that party yeah, let's yeah. say that yeah yeah that party there we go yeah you, you can easily yeah you can say that party that's that's where it goes balls to the wall that party had some of the best jokes i think though that yeah. were like um at the layered jokes not uh not in the setup or anything just like uh they were like funny while being kind of like um like commentary for lack of a better term or whatever, like the for like the like where they make him rap. You know, oh like yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. a classic think, scene. Just because he's black, basically, they just like yeah. they just want to assume that he can rap and like want to push that on him. And I mean, you could tell like from the get go that this guy's like, you know, he 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 likes like the allure and like the lifestyle of like of black people. You know, I mean, he asks him like, "Have you ever bust a cap in somebody's ass?" <laughs> And, and like he's like knock it off with the with the white voice thing like he wants to hear his like real voice, and, yeah. and but it, but it's not genuine at all. He's using it to basically like make fun of him, or almost like he's not actually interested in like the idea of him being black. It's like he wants to hear stories about it. You know, he doesn't uh-huh. he doesn't want to be a part of it. God no, and he doesn't want to like associate even. He just wants to, you know, he wants to experience it for a little bit at this party. Exactly, and I thought great choice. Um, casting the guy Army Hammer, I think his name is. Yeah. Uh, for that role, I thought he, I thought he did great. He, he's been in a lot of, a lot of. Um, he's had, he's had a low key, um, really good career. Uh, his, himself, he, he's been in what is it, The Social Network. He's been in Hotel Mumbai, uh, which I, I, I don't know if that's in. It, that was, that was a major film. I, I actually didn't see that film, so I don't. I don't really Spencer's clapping it. for uh, The Social Network. 
uh, Call Me By Your Name. You know, he, oh, yeah. he's got he's got some good films under his belt. Yeah, Ar- Army. Oh, uh, the Man from Uncle. Shout out to Alicia Vikander. Uh, but anyway, um, like, yeah, Army Hammer's career has essentially been really good movies and rumors that he's going to play Batman. That's really just been the last <laughs> ten years. Really? Him. Yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah, I, I don't think it was ever substantiated. I think it was like a mix of rumors and just fan casting uh, for him as Batman. Interesting. I don't know. I, I never, I never heard any rumors about, uh, about that over the years. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not deep into, into the movie. You gotta, you gotta spend more time on the gram. You know, yeah. where you, where you <laughs> yeah. get the real news. I log in like once a day. <laughs> um. Also, in that scene, another joke I really liked. Not very, not a social commentary one, but it was um. When he plays the uh the like animation segments, he's like, "Hey, there's a lot of production value in this." <laughs> oh, that was a that was probably my favorite joke in the whole thing. The first time I watched that, I was busting up at that joke. That was really funny. A lot of production. Uh, all right, let's. We kind of skipped ahead. We're already an hour fifteen in. Um, we can go back to the beginning. Stuff. Yeah, I wanted to talk about. I can't believe we've gone this far into the episode without mentioning it uh terry cruz with hair i want to know your guys's feelings on this because i was uncomfortable you can't tell me that that wasn't that that wasn't one of those subtle things that they did like obviously no one i mean no one fucking pictures terry cruz with hair that must have been a conscious decision this you no one can tell me that that wasn't a conscious decision hey this guy you never let's just fucking put a wig on this guy it's gonna be weird trust me uh, that, that's what that's that's what they said on set. I, I guarantee you. I bet Boots Riley walked up to him and was like, "Hey, what if we what if we gave you hair?" Hey, bro, and he bro, was bro. like, "I love it." <laughs> Terry Crews probably almost walked off the set. He's like, "I got a brand to keep, man. This is my bald set." <laughs> He's like, "All right, I'm known for two things: Boots, being bald, and Old Spice commercials. Okay, that's my, my brand. This is my livelihood." First I mean, of all, to be uh, fair, what, he, it got, got him like. Let's not discount that. It Even got him like um, fourth on the on the cast list. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the call yeah, sheet. Call sheet. Yeah, I mean, he's in like what three scenes, right? Three scenes. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Like, that Dude, he gets like pushed down by. I I kind of hate how like low uh Stephen Yuan is on the <laughs> on the cast list. <laughs> yeah, he he's gets like a main character. I feel funny. like he's a main character. Uh, He's really, he's like definitely like the third main character at least. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's I would argue above uh, Jermaine Fowler. Yeah, easily. He's. I don't know. <laughs> I, it was. I mean, it was. I think. I, I think I did it too. Where I just kind of immediately associate him with The Walking Dead. You know, yeah. He's, he's just like that guy, the Asian guy from The Walking Dead. Yeah. You know, I immediately yeah. have that association, and I th- I'm pretty sure that's like the main. Um, the the main populist uh, uh or like whatever the 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 common uh outlook or view of him i think uh, i think that that added to that or was another reason yeah what has he done also, i feel like i feel like i'm underestimating i mean i feel like he's somehow done he like, did a movie called burning uh that was supposed to be really good that i've been meaning to watch it's on Netflix. He was in Okja as well. He was good in Okja. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, also, Aaron, I feel like I should bring out. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Stephen Yoon. I think is how you Yoon. pronounce it. Yoon. Uh, let me. Yoon. Yoon. I don't know. Uh, whatever. I'll, I'll go with Yoon. We then. could just. Call, uh, 
We could just call him Steve if you want. That's fair. But there's another character in this movie called uh Yeah, dude, this same year he made a he he was in a movie called uh Burning, which is uh supposed to be really good. Oh uh, you know, he got the uh he got the, the with treatment, you know? Where it's like with blank and blank and they put the two bigger names at the end. Yeah. Dude, he was in um he was in Legend of Korra. I totally forgot about that. He was um the first avatar, if you guys GF you've seen that. Which uh oh oh he voices him? Yeah, he voices the the first Avatar in like the the flashback episodes. Wow, I mean, I haven't seen Legend in a while. Oh, would probably like when it around the time it came out. Dude, you should check it out. It just came out on Netflix again. I've been yeah, watching. Yeah, it. I saw that. I saw that. Is it good? I mean, I, I feel like I remember disliking it, but I think that was just because I loved Avatar so much that I. Yeah, it's uh the first season is is good. The second season is good with like some hints of bad, and then it's just like the 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 pacing is just super tight because they didn't have a lot to work with they didn't have a lot of episodes in each season uh-huh. uh but but the third season i'm on the third season right now and it's fucking amazing oh, shit, i love okay. it the the third season is where it really kicks off honestly yeah uh, i'm going through my other notes right now again the calls are presented in a super great way i had also right before i watched this movie i had just finished watching workaholics so i had just watched a bunch of telemarketing and so i got i was like oh this is pretty funny so I appreciate it, seeing a fresh wave. It would it, is was this that, considered office comedy? This movie, um, like I would with office space no. and like uh, and workaholics and uh, I guess the office. Uh, no, I, I no, I think this movie has more going on than I think it's working at a higher level. And uh-huh. it, it, office comedy, I consider to be more about what it's like working in an office, and okay. this is more of a surrealist type film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but it could i mean still they're working it, it, it is kind of like what i mean yeah, no, i, I don't know if, it, i don't know if the comedy comes from the office though you know yeah the office is a set it's just it's like their their set, location yeah. but it's not it, it's not like in, in the in the office it works I mean, as just, like what were we saying just, uh just no no i mean but like just a just a just uh i guess um play that side well it's uh he i he he I don't know. Like uh, he is usually like the comedy is kind of like you know he's using a white voice uh, and like in, in the workspace and like you know how he, how he interacts with like his I mean his friends are his, his coworkers too. So I, I maybe I don't know. I, I guess that kind of plays into it. I mean it, really the office is like I mean the the comedy comes from uh, I guess obviously the camera work and uh, but also like how they say whatever everything that they say you know even if it's normal. I guess yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I think yeah, but that, a lot of that shows about the the dynamics within an office. I think um, is this not about the dynamics within an office. Sorry to bother you. I think it's. I think there's no, more. I think that there's more going on than that. Yeah, I, no, but I yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, no, I understand. There's definitely a lot more going on. There's way more uh, than than but, just that. But yeah. it, it, it how many it. how many jokes? Would you say? Because there's a lot of jokes. How many of them were actually about what it's like to work in an average office? I I would argue that it's not an office comedy because this is just not an average office to begin. Basically, with. the entire the entire shtick about uh, about um what is it using your white voice? That's that's about working in an office, right there. I mean, anyone. That's not that's not about working in an office. I, I would argue yeah. that's like that's more of a commentary on uh, yeah, yeah on like living life is you know. A black person, you yeah, know. Living life is a living life is like a, a person of color working in an office. Exactly. Well, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. 
Yeah. While, like, while, while I think that it's the point of it, you know, you have to use that voice at work. Yeah. yeah like you know, or to get job, like to to uh, telemarketing is kind of like the perfect uh, example of that. Yeah. It's like you have because you have to because you only use your voice. I mean, it's just like I can I can see it. that. Yeah. I I can see that argument. Uh, yeah. I think calling this a office comedy is akin to a David Lynch calling rabbits a sitcom. You know. You're, you're bending the rules, but I guess I could see it. Yeah, but it's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a sitcom. It's I mean. kind of there, but you guys want to hear actually it? actually a good I, comparison, Spencer. I like it. Bam. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Because uh, I work in like an actual office. You guys want to hear a, a good office dynamics thing that happened to me? I think it was last week. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, I won't say the, the gentleman's name. Use a um, fake name for him so we can have a frame of reference. Okay, uh, Todd. 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 Shout okay. out Scrubs. <laughs> so uh, I'm working up front with the other student worker, and Todd is like a full-timer, probably mid-40s. He comes up to us, um, and to those who haven't figured out, yeah, I do live in Texas at the moment. Um, and he, he's, uh, he walks up to our front desk, and he's like, did y'all know that you're more likely to get struck by lightning twice than get COVID? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What the fuck? Where did he get those odds from? I don't know. I don't know where he got those numbers from, but I know quite a few people that have had COVID, and I don't don't yeah. know anybody that. <laughs> I guess there's a lot of people that have been struck by lightning. I don't know. Maybe it's more of a problem than I thought. I I mean, yeah. we don't live in a place where there's a lot of lightning, Geo. Maybe it's a bigger problem elsewhere. Yeah, you never know. I mean, uh, like, you do live in a place where there's a lot of lightning. You literally just got a record amount of lightning strikes in California. I didn't see any. I didn't see any rain. I didn't okay. see any rain. I didn't see any <laughs> lightning strikes. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if it doesn't affect me, then... Like, what, how, am I supposed to be like, oh yeah, we get lightning all the time. We get lightning like once a year, maybe. Alright. That's fair. That's we do a lot, lot of people are, are calling COVID right now. That's basically the same sentiment. Wait, what's up? What'd you say? No, I said I, I think that's the same sentiment as a lot of people talk. Uh, people in Texas talking about COVID. That's a good point. It doesn't affect them. I don't know if it exists. Yeah, man. Serious, it's a serious it. issue. Stay inside if you don't work and like you know and stuff. Depending on when this comes out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, yeah, if you're watching this like like two years down the line, uh, go go like go on like go to a bar or something <laughs> like. Hang out with people. Pour one out for us. Share a drink. Drink from the same straw if you want. You can yeah. do whatever you want. It doesn't matter anymore. We got a vaccine. We're good. Everything's healthy. Go yeah. crazy. Just go, go crazy. crazy. You can cough, you can cough on people, sneeze on each other. We're we're safe now. How old dude, is I, even... I gotta say, like one of the best things in public is sneezing now. Like, dude, I. What do you want? <laughs> Bro. They look weird. People, like, is that really a symptom? No. Dude, anyway, we shouldn't get off too much seen, of a tangent. How many? I've seen some people, like, uh, what is it called? Um, they like uh, when they want to sneeze, they'll pull down their mask and sneeze. I like, saw that in a restaurant at work, dude. <laughs> I I swear, is, it's what? My mind gets blown. Like it, it, it's. <laughs> No, no, I want I want you guys to hear this one. This is so I'm getting I'm ordering food, right? They're taking a while for mine, and so I'm like, I, I, like everybody else is outside, like waiting. It's just me and my other coworker yeah. inside, and uh -huh. um, 
and this guy, I'm like standing next to him because I'm like filling up my drink again because they're taking forever. And uh, and he just like pulls down his mask. I'm like, okay, like is he like, is he like taking a drink or something? And then he he just goes a chew into his arm and then puts the mask back on. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my! He's right next to everybody. And the lady next, and the lady next to him was like, "Uh," and then just walked out. <laughs> she she didn't. She had just <laughs> like ordered, and I don't think she got her food because I didn't I see her come back. Myself. It was That's hilarious. Funny. I was like, Thanks. I I was it was a mixture of like disbelief and like dying of laughter. Cause I, I got, cause like I got my food right after that. I walked out of the store and I just started dying laughing. Like, what the fuck? What is going on? That's fucking comedy. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Very, the attention to detail in this movie yes. was, um, phenomenal. Uh, I was trying to think of a better adjective. Damn it. Uh, whatever. Um, like the uh <laughs> the the picture bit. Um, where like uh the picture of I think it was Cash's father yeah and, um and like uh the the face would change yeah where he changes i'm surprised you it's caught like, that i didn't catch that my first watch i was paying attention was good job spencer attention. thank you aaron see not racist <laughs> <laughs> there you go ladies and gentlemen spencer's not racist <laughs> yeah, but... proof in the pudding <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean there, dude, there's there's a lot to talk about with this movie it's just like one it's an interesting movie and two it's got it's got all like the social commentary aspects of it i mean we haven't even talked about uh like his girlfriend's uh tessa thompson's uh like art show yet <laughs> that was that was a trip how did you guys feel about that that was a that was a weird that one was, that was fucking wild yeah that was yeah that's probably. I, I don't think I'll ever go to an art show. If I'm being honest, it looked a little too intense for my liking. Uh, I'm more of a a dinner and a movie. Maybe the movie's a rom com. I think that's a fun night on the town. You know. Yep. Maybe you go to you go to the Olive Garden, then you go and you watch uh, the proposal with Ryan Reynolds. That's a good night right there. That's a good night. You hear, um, here, ladies. Please, gonna, out, please. Spencer wants to take uh, you out to for dinner and. Proposal. Treat you like how you need to be treated. Exactly. Okay, guys. Uh, we're, we're actually hosting the 35 millimeter colonoscopy bachelor next week. Uh, so call in. <laughs> I don't think we have that kind of technology available. Yeah, we do. Why, Why not? Call us at uh, 1-800-colonoscopy. I wonder what that number is. You know that. <laughs> I mean, colonoscopy isn't seven that letters. Has to be so. a colonoscopy, baby. That's got to be like a doctor's office or something. 1-800-2-colon. 1-800-colon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I think one of the, I think my favorite um, uh, commentary, I guess, the movie made was on the, uh, was through the show, I Got the Shit Kicked Out of Me. Yeah, I love that. I, that was pretty, you know, like being a representation of how, you know, like we see others and get, uh, 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 get beat and you know feel better about ourselves basically what what um danny glover says uh, yeah danny glover says exactly you know and uh, and just kind of like how we're like we're the ones actually getting beat down you know in real life uh it's kind of funny that i i I thought that was that was very interesting yeah they also um 
that kind of reminded me the the first episode of Black Mirror, um, where they set it up to where um it's the prime minister of Britain has to have sex with a pig yeah. on national TV oh, yeah. or they don't return the the kidnapped princess. Yeah. And then like they can't get the princess and he has to do it. And the whole country is watching. And so they just let her watch free. And like, it's like the same commentary on like, we are so desensitized to anything in like any form of media now that we'll yeah. just watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. There was, I, I, well, yeah. Another... I'm sorry, Spencer, I didn't mean to cut you off there. But um, there's another um, another aspect to the television that I found really interesting is you see him flipping through the channels in the one scene where um, where he like first gets the apartment and, and then him and his girlfriend are waking up where it's, it's got that great shot of them like that are facing away from each other. Uh, yeah, yeah great, great cinematography. Another example of it. They got they got that was a good uh you know visual cue. But um, what I was gonna say is there's they only have three channels. Did you guys notice that? He was flipping through channels, but he flipped through three channels and then had, went back to the first one. It went from the the what what is the company called? Safe something. Safe. Uh, worry, worry, uh, worry free. Worry free. Thank you. Worry, worry free. free. Thank you. Uh, but um, so it has the thing of like worry free, where it's like oh, like a cribs episode, you know. Uh, yeah, and it's like going yeah. through like their life, and then it has the I got the shit kicked out of me, and then it has like the news. And that was it. And he had to, and he just like flipped through those three channels. But what I found interesting, and the reason I think that they just had the three channels, was he flips through the three, and then he goes back to the first one. So it's like, do they? Is this the only like media that they're consuming? You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I found I mean, that. Really I think it said it's like an alternate universe. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. It's like an alternate. Uh, what is the that's the, it says in an alternate present version of Oakland. Yeah, and it yeah. just goes into further from there. We'll see. I mean, there's a like we've mentioned social commentary a few times. It it there's a lot of it. Um, yeah. It kind of reminded me of the the second half of Convoy, where they're just like talking about every single issue. Because um, like this movie, I mean, it's not it's um, racial uh, issues, it's class issues, it's unions, it's corporations, it's the desensitization. Like there's a lot that they cover. Let's see, going through my list here. Steven Yeun's character, he was probably one of my favorite characters because like, he was kind of, I thought, a t- like a, a total weasel. I thought he was a bad guy. I really? felt like, um, yeah, like trying to get Cash's girlfriend, um, not very cool, very manipulative. And also like the thing that he just like, he just makes unions. That's kind of his deals and he'll work somewhere, get everybody riled up, start a union, and then I don't know, like, they make some progress. He just dips, starts it all over again. As the leader, like, maybe he has good intentions, but also felt like he was kind of doing it for, like, the attention to be on him. You know, like, yeah. I wasn't sure that he had, like, his heart in the right place for doing it. Had yeah. it just been that one place, I would have said yes. But since, like, this is just his thing that he does, you combine that with, yeah, you combine that with how he went after Tessa Thompson and, like, you know, was trying to, like, poking at it, that whole thing. I, I thought he was kind of, Obviously not the main villain, but I would say like a, a smaller scale side villain of the movie. <laughs> I think it's it's like part of the social commentary, you know. It, it maybe maybe something like a a commentary on uh, just people stirring up like a problem, you know. I mean, obviously it's it, it needed to happen in this case because they weren't getting paid enough, you know. But I don't know. It's 
I I thought his character wasn't necessarily evil. You know, I I didn't take yeah, him I mean, personally. I didn't not, take not him evil. as like a, a side villain or anything like that. But I I could understand that. I don't know, man. Yeah, he he did have absurdly good Stein twirling skills. Maybe <laughs> he did. He really did. Everybody knows all the all the villains know how to twirl signs really well. Precisely. It's suspicious. It's definitely suspicious when they can do it that well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love that he I, said, "Yeah, I organized the first sign twirlers union." What a weird <laughs> job to have unionized. <laughs> the first one, you say? Exactly. First one, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I'm going through like the more like some of the technical stuff. Really like good music and then transitions. Also, the uh, the whole soundtrack is also Boots Riley. Yeah. Um, it's all his music. And when I went to look through what else it's been in, uh, two of his songs were in Superbad. Oh shit! Really? really? Yeah. I know that he wow. worked on soundtracks before this. Like that's his only other like real big credit list on IMDb, but. That's crazy, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, we barely even touched on the fact that this is this guy's first film. Isn't that yeah. insane? Fucking impressive for a first film. This, gotta, this I, I like this is probably the best first movie I think in my mind. I, I can't think of anything better right now. Like off the uh, like, like like their first time director, your first time director. Uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll say this: something that I like more. I'll say that. Yeah. Cuz I cuz okay. I I love this. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is like absurdly good uh for for what it is. Uh I want to point out the random uh there's like a random random thing I thought was well, was pretty sick. And, and like in like the montage scene where he's kind of, where he's getting, you know, he's getting uh more money or whatever uh, and uh yeah. he's like, the whole the, thing. I, the rags to riches montage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There was like some there was some like um some effects that they did like uh uh some like practical effects where uh, where he's like getting a new tv blah blah and it was like it was really good it was like a, it, uh, it was like a like a tv lit like they they split his regular tv open and then a new flat screen folded up out and it looked super, <laughs> it, it looked uh, uh the and it was clearly done like you know like it was like it was like their effect like they yeah practical like the, like they did it but it looked super realistic like when you know when it's fully folded I, it, yeah. I, thought, I don't know why I was like super impressive. Like shit, that's like that's not easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wrote that down too. The the rags to riches montage was like very visually impressive. It was really yeah. good. There was a lot Definitely. of like really cool things to look at in this movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to look at. I mean, it's there. There's some the practical effects in this are really good. I mean, obviously the uh, what what is it? Quest Sapiens. What is it? Quest Sapiens. Equisapiens, yeah. I thought, I mean, they, they didn't look the best, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, they had the best they, what they had to work with. Yeah, still, like, for, mm-hmm. for, like, the makeup, it's still, it's still good. You know, like, for mm-hmm. doing a full body, yeah, I think that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. I mean, they still scared me. I definitely, <laughs> and I was like, oh. oh. Um, so I think that, that's mission accomplished right there. Um, also, I, I, we haven't gotten to, yeah, we're almost out of time, but crazy ending. Like, that was balls to the wall. Like completely out of like I like I yeah, I was like whoa I thought it was really cool I thought it was a really good ending yeah yeah no, I I thought it was especially um funny that they that, you know like at the very end they made they made him actually turn into like uh, an equisapien that was pretty funny mm-hmm. 
yeah. And then he kind of, and then he kind of like almost like ironically became uh, actually became like the the Equisapien Martin Luther King, like how that how the yeah. Guys, yeah 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 their leader. <laughs> yeah, basically. I I uh, love that comparison, like uh, that that <laughs> just the idea of someone referencing like Martin Luther King and then like creating one for themselves that works yeah. for yeah. I, I just I yeah. love the idea. That's so funny. It's, I thought it's, it was just funny him saying it, like just yeah, uh, arm exactly. Like, <laughs> himself, like you're gonna be, you're gonna be the Equisapien, uh Martin Luther King. Is, I was just like, like what the way. fuck are you saying, dude? Like it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's so like absurdist almost. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. All right, uh-huh. should we, shall we move into our closing thoughts? I think so. All right, I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, very nice. Crazy movie. Uh, very unique. Uh, I thought it was really good across the board. Very good acting uh, with a very deep cast. Um, for for in the credits and on the poster, they use uh, with twice. I've never seen that before when they go with Don Glover. Nope, with Danny Glover, with Steven Yeun, and Army Hammer. I've never seen him like do three of those. So I think that kind of <laughs> speaks to the uh, kind of like roster they were working with here. Um, cinematography I thought was very solid but the main thing was just the practical effects blocking like they they put a lot into every shot I felt like which was really really cool to see solid writing you know not everything hit for me but it was still good writing um editing music I I thought there wasn't one thing in this movie that they did poorly um it's had a very good feel to it there's clearly a lot of detail and control from Boots Riley um his stamp is on it and Again, you could just you see a lot in the first time features where you just feel the passion. Um, and I definitely felt the passion in this movie, so um, I give it a seven out of seven and a half out of ten. Oh, seven and a half. Really? Very good. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, yeah. No, this is a fantastic film. Fucking original as hell. It's uh, Lakeith Stanfield giving an amazing performance. Uh, everyone killed it. Tessa, uh, Tessa Thompson. Uh, if I'm saying. Uh, if I'm saying your name right, um, uh, yeah, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen Yun, uh, yeah, it, it, all the practical effects, like, like you said, all the all the blocking, shot composition, all the social commentary. I mean, this this there's just a lot going on in this movie that doesn't feel. I mean, it kind of feels overwhelming, but then uh, uh, not something that the audience can't handle uh, uh, totally. And, and I, I thought that was great. It, it was just going balls to the wall uh, the uh, the uh, the whole way through. And uh, it just never looked back, and I, I, I love it for it. So this this is a solid eight out of ten for me. Great, very enjoyable film. Very ambitious movie for sure. Interesting. Yeah, I I mean I think you guys said it best with calling it ambitious. I mean this is like one of the most ambitious movies I've ever seen. I I think Gio said this at the beginning, but it's just like it goes for uh, either Spencer or Gio said this. I can't remember. But uh, somebody said that it it just goes for uh, hail marys the entire time. And I love that. Dude, I gotta, I gotta poor, respect, yeah. I gotta respect that, like that drive to just make something so different. It, it's not very often that you see a film and, that comes out like today, and you're like, that is something really interesting and different. Even with films that I really enjoy, like Uncut Gems and stuff like that, you can see the, um, like, like uh, just stuff like that that comes out that I really enjoy. That I would say is like some of my favorite movies still. I think you could still see the influence and see where like they're getting their influence from. This just seems like it's it's it can stand on its own entirely. 
like, obviously there's going to be some things where it's a reference to, or not, not necessarily a reference to, but inspired by, but this is, it's just so out there and so interesting. And I think that's why I like it so much. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's super interesting movie. Uh, really thought provoking, uh, uh, really thought provoking. My God, I can't speak. Uh, but yeah, it just takes, uh, I don't know. It, it's just good. Everyone should watch this. I think this is a, I think this is a must watch for anyone that's into movies, even a little bit. I think it's excellent. And uh, honestly, it's, it's in my honorable mentions, borderline top 10. So I'm going to have to, I have to give it a 10 out of 10. I love this movie. I, I see Spencer's not happy with my rating, but it's how it's 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 a mixture of if if I were to rate it like objectively, I would probably rate it like like an eight to nine range. But it gets that extra point because I love it so much, and it like it's just it's a really connected movie to me. I like it. Well, to Spencer's each their not own. happy. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Till the next time, I'm Spencer. I'm Aaron. I'm Gio. <laughs> and this has been the 35 millimeter colonoscopy podcast telling you that you smell great today. <laughs>